0: Christian fellowship, communion with God and with fellow Christians. Koinonia, an association of people who share common beliefs and activities.
1: This is Koinonia. This is community. And now, your host, Tom Brown.
0: We talk about sliding right into the chair. That's the way it went today. Long meeting, traffic. And what's up with the sunlight? It started out such a beautiful, sunny day today, and now it's all cloudy. What's up with that? I'm not liking that. It's Monday. How was your Easter? Uh, had a tremendous uh, weekend, specifically with what, you know, this season's about. And that is that Christ gave his life so that we could have life. And it's not just about the eternal life. You know, that is, uh, this time on earth is just a short time. And all of eternity, yes. But life in Christ is more than just about life eternal, it's also for us to live more abundantly now, to more fully experience God's creation for us now. And we want to make sure and remember that. And we need to know that he is for us each and every moment, each and every day, each and every week. I every time say when I'm with friends that new mercies every day, (laughs) they're there because he knew we would need them. And because they're there, because of his sacrifice, because of his love for us, it is what he died for. One of the things that, as I've given a communion message, do this in remembrance of me, and also talking about the resurrection, the days leading up, when he was arrested, when he was praying before that. Why was he so stressed? Sin had not been bestowed on him yet. He was still the perfect sacrifice but yet he was so stressed that he was bleeding out his sweat glands why is that i believe he truly understood what the real horror of his experience was going to be it wasn't going to be taking on the sin of all mankind it was going to be the fact that he was going to be completely cut off from the father that he was going to be completely separated From the love, from the constant companionship that he had with God. That's the portion that he wished was going to be shared with somebody else. Could this cup pass from me, right? We've got a great and important program for you today. Thank you for joining us on this Easter Monday, Canada. We just call it back to our daily lives here, right, I guess. You're listening to Coinonia. This is Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. I mentioned in the opening that today's program was an important one, and uh, as you know, over the last month and a half, I've had some type of uh, men's programming each and every week. I believe that's something that I need to be focused on here in 2016 uh, as the, as the uh, uh, courier of this hour, and uh, today is going to be one of those tough, tough conversations going to be a tough conversation, and I just want you to know up front that we're going to be talking about purity, going to be talking about pornography, and how that affects not only men, but the families, and uh, more, and I'm really excited, actually, to have Dustin Daniels in. Uh, Dustin, we've known each other for a lot of years. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, you used to work there at Alliance Defending Freedom. Mm -hmm. We have a friend and actually I think we were actually introduced through our mutual friend, Pat uh, Malloy, who's up in Idaho now. Yeah, he, he's, up, he's up north. And he comes down and, you know— Tells not, us what to do. Not in July, but, you know, <laughs> he comes down and visits. But uh, God has had you on a pretty interesting uh, trajectory. Yeah. And I think you're just now really coming into the full of what God— has for you ministry-wise. Mm. But I want you to tell a little of your background, your story, uh, then how God's got you where He's got you at Seven Places Ministries and, and what the the near future has to hold.
1: Yeah. I mean, my my story, I think, is a lot of, of everybody's story, and, and that is I grew up in a, a dysfunctional household, so to speak. I really never had a father figure in my life. Um, and uh, my brother and I were every other weekend kids mm. so we went to go see Disneyland dad oh boy and um you know that's that's when my uh purity journey began I, I found a stash of magazines that that he had and that just really confused me as a little boy um obviously and then uh growing up through middle school and high school, um, never really having someone to talk to about what what's not just purity issues, but just life. Mm-hmm. What's this life thing about? Um, and then just made horrible de- uh, decision after horrible decision. And I look over my shoulder, Tom, and I go, you know what? Man, if I would have had just one man in my life, mm-hmm. if I would just want had have one guy that could have looked me in the eye and go, you know, if you would have – if you're going to do that, then this is what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I never really had that in my life. So I just—I I really made some horrible decisions. I've, I've hurt a lot of people with my purity decisions, um, and mostly the lack thereof. Right. I mean, I was a, what the world would call an addict. Mm. I was an addict for 20-plus years. And then my—one uh, day I meet the Lord Jesus Christ, everything changes— and uh, back in 2009, he tells me to start a purity ministry, and basically, my job now is one of a purity evangelist. It mm. is to tell people, look, I, I tried to do things the world's way. I tried to do them my way. That didn't work out so well. Yeah. And now I can come alongside men, family, and their churches and and tell them, look, this is God's design for relationships, this is God's design for dating, and I, I always go to a, a quote from uh, Pastor James McDonald, who you guys broadcast here. He he says, "If if you um, when, or when God says don't, don't hurt yourself. Mm. That's what he means." And we we look at this this purity thing of one man and one woman. It's so controversial and it's so confusing, and and it's it's really not, Tom. Yeah. You know, so when we look at God's Word, God's really saying, look, you're going to hurt yourself if you go outside these boundaries. Yeah. Dustin Daniels uh, has a radio program
0: on our uh, hollowed airwaves here as well. But uh, I want you to talk first about uh, the ministry that God has you specifically, Seven Places Ministry. And that kind of hit the the jet fuel just, uh, well, not that many months ago. Uh, maybe a year and a half ago, but was that
1: was that something you had planned? Was that something you were looking forward to? You know, I um, I didn't know what the Lord was leading me to do with Seven Places. I, I knew that He wanted me to start it in 2009, and it has evolved into this uh, amazing. Christ-centered purity ministry. So what I mean by that is we're not a 12-step. They do their thing. We're not Celebrate Recovery. They do their thing. We look at God's Word as a purity plan, and we exegete from God's Word, and we come alongside. And, you know, our theology and our philosophy comes from the Gospel of John chapter 1, and that is Jesus Christ is both truth and grace, So the truth side of things comes from the one-on-one counseling or maybe marriage counseling. And then the grace side of things comes from uh, the groups, being inside a community. And it's amazing what happens when you have both of those put together. Mm -hmm. That's where we really see healing and wholeness take place.
0: Seven places, what does it mean?
1: Seven places comes from the seven places that Jesus Christ bled from on the way to Calvary um, before he was murdered. And it's this perfect analogy. It's this word picture because Jesus Christ bled from his head, his back, his two hands, his two feet and his side. And when you, when you break that down and you go, look, oh my gosh, I really am not just forgiven, but now I'm on my way to freedom. He has freed me, um, from all of, all of my, um, sin, specifically my sexual sin. In the opening segment, I talked about,
0: um, I was talking about Easter, and I talked specifically about why uh, did Jesus bleed from his sweat glands when he was praying? He was under so much stress. And a lot of people say, oh, you know, the the sin of the world was on him. Well, that hadn't happened yet. Uh, I maintain that he knew exactly what was going to happen, and it wasn't about the sin that he was going to take on himself Mm. uh, to the grave. But he knew that for a time, he was going to be separated from the Father. Yeah, absolutely. That he was going to, for the first time in his life, be completely separated from all contact with God the Father. And that's what was causing his stress. And that was the cup that he wanted to pass because he he, couldn't—he really— had no experience, and he didn't want that to ever happen. And that ties into purity this way. It is sin that keeps us from full relationship with the Father. Christ took on that sin so that it could be defeated, so that we could be restored, and through his sacrifice, we could be in the presence of God. But when... Like you said earlier, James McDonald's saying don't, that means don't hurt yourself. Yeah. The don't is, this is going to separate you from me. This is going to put something between you and me, and you won't experience the fullness that I have created, not only in you, but for you.
1: Yeah, I love that because it's so true. It, what I found going through my own journey, Tom, was this this idea of, Sexual sin, looking at pornography, doing those things that are outside of the uh, of God's word, it leads you to isolation. Mm-hmm. And if you're you're isolated, then all of a sudden you don't have someone speaking into your life. Isolation then leads to depression, and depression eventually to to spiritually or or physical death. So mm-hmm. there's a a a progression there with this particular sin. You know, this is a a. A sin that is unique. The Apostle Paul talks about it in Corinthians. He says, you know, because we house the the Holy Spirit of Almighty God within us, don't you dare attach or focus in on something, don't attach your body to something that is unclean or unpure because you have God living inside of you. And that's why this sin is so unique, because it's not just a physical thing, it's it's emotional, um, it's physiological a, as well. And I, I tell you, Tom, I've had so many people go, you know, Dustin, I have I have kicked the the drinking thing and the gambling thing and even the drug thing, but I don't know what it is about this porn thing. What mm. is the deal with this? And it's because it is unique. And the other thing is, how many friends do you have around you? Are you, are you inside community? Mm-hmm. And I, I love that. Jesus was never away from his Father except for that time on the cross. And what a beautiful picture for us to realize yeah. we need to be in community. We need that. We were created to commune one with another. Absolutely. Uh, he said, God
0: said, and when he created, let us make them in our image. Uh, yes, and that was for fellowship and relationship. It's not about about rules and regulations. The reason for the rules and regulations are because of sin. Uh, he he doesn't want us to be separated. He doesn't want he that none should perish.
1: Right? Absolutely. That, that, that's
0: what he says. That none should perish. Not that you know the good guys over here that I've called should perish, or are or, 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 or not the. You know, those guys over there that think differently, uh, yeah, go ahead and let them perish. No, he says that none should perish. That's his heart's desire. Absolutely. It's sin and the deceiver working against uh, through our free will that causes problems. Yeah,
1: yeah. And and one of the problems that we have is I'm going to separate myself or I'm just I'm going to keep myself um, not vulnerable. I'm going to keep my, my mask on, so to speak. I'm not going to really— tell you what I'm struggling with. I'm really not going to share with you too much or be vulnerable because that puts me in a, in a weird situation. So the very thing that I do to protect myself mm-hmm. is the very thing that keeps me from getting well. We've got just a couple of minutes for the break and when we come back I want to talk about, uh, we're
0: just going to boil it down to some of the basic questions. And uh, right now there's probably not a lot of guys listening, but this will be available uh, ladies, so you can you can have your husbands, your boyfriends, your sons uh, listen to this broadcast because uh, dustin's got some incredible stuff to share uh, as we move into the break here though you've got a few things uh, coming up for men um, you do monthly meetings uh you do individual just tell us a little bit about some of the uh, the counseling stuff that's available to you, less yeah. than sixty
1: seconds. Yeah, absolutely. We've got well, we got the the webinar thing coming up starting April sixth. So this is a teaching series that I do here locally that is going to be broadcast via webinar. And this is this is one thing to where you can ask your own questions um, from the privacy of your own home your privacy of your own office or even mobile device. So this could be a really big starting point for those that are just really not ready to, to go to your pastor or, or come clean in any way.
0: When we return, the conversation continues. This is Koinonia. You're listening to Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. This is Quintanilla. You're listening to Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. Dustin Daniels of the Dustin Daniels program, uh, Seven Places Ministries. And Dustin, you have a program on every Saturday uh, evening here, but you are doing a lot on the Internet as well. Absolutely. Uh, Lots of opportunity I've had. uh, I've actually been able to start referring people to your ministry because uh, for whatever reason, uh, men, send me emails, call me, say, hey. Uh, I'm having issues and I don't know where to turn mm. because pastors, for one thing, gosh, who do they go to? They can't exactly
1: go to their congregation, right? You know, unfortunately pastors are, are we are the loneliest people when it, come, when it comes to this issue specifically, because yeah, you're, you're supposed to be the, number one, the uh, the Superman of of purity. Mm-hmm. And then number two, if, you, if you're not, then where are you going to go? Yeah,
0: where are you going to, you're not going to go to your congregation. You can't. You're afraid to go to your uh, elders, right, because, you know, they can pull the plug pretty quick. Absolutely. If you're in a denomination, goodness gracious, you don't want to go to your, you know, somebody in your denomination hierarchy. Right. Uh, But you're a good resource because as a pastor and a minister, um, you you know, you're somebody that they can start talking to because the devil wants to
1: isolate us more than anything. No doubt. And, that, and that's the whole reason for the radio show is is to let pastors know there is a resource. It's a confidential resource to call no matter where you are in the country or the world. And and, and they have been calling. It's been amazing how God is, has used the program here on Faith Talk. Let's
0: talk a little bit about, we'll just start with my personal story. I remember uh, my father passed away uh, right before my 15th birthday, about a month and a half. I was 14 and a half. 14 and a couple of months uh, to go, I don't remember exactly how old I was, but I remember the very first pornographic image that I've ever seen. Yeah. Now, the reason I bring that up is not because it was so incredible, but that's how pornography works on our brain you you can't unsee it i can, it's like it's stunning to me i can barely remember what i had for breakfast today <laughs> i don't know what i did over the weekend but the yeah. first pornographic image that i ever saw i can tell you where i was when i saw it and i can tell you uh you know i could give you gross detail yeah and that just that is an example it, it's it's
1: it's scary well and that's one of the things that we were talking about before the break was this idea that this is a not just a, a sin, but it's a sin against our body. Mm-hmm. And that's why the Apostle Paul talks about it. But what you experienced, Tom, was inside the brain, there's this, this, the prefrontal cortex. And when you see an image when you're 14 or 15 years old like that, that's called trauma. And traumatic events produce dopamine and adrenaline. And that's why you can remember that image. When I I speak to men's groups, I'll frequently ask that question. How many of you guys can remember the first image? And I I mean, 95% of the hands always come up.
0: Yeah, it's pretty terrifying.
1: Um,
0: But uh, let let me stay on this side and ask some of the questions that I know you've heard. I've heard them uh, and I've even heard them coming out of my own mouth in my
1: history as well. Eh, you know it i'm not really harming anybody else what's the big deal yeah by by specifically looking at pornography yeah yeah well first and foremost you're you're harming god, your relationship with god i mean uh, inside the the top 10 the top 10 command, commandments there should be no other god there shall be no other god and uh, the the biggest thing that we always forget is, is that First and foremost, we're not sinning against people. We're sinning against Almighty God mm. from a, a vertical standpoint. Secondly, when you look at what pornography really is, and it is a heinous, evil uh, industry that is, that is designed to do one thing, and that is to d- destroy your life under the guise of pleasure. So when you're looking at these images of pornography, those are real people and that's part of the that's part of the the problem with it. Tom is that we we think it's all fantasy, mm-hmm. and the, because that's what it is to the person viewing it for a short period of time, right? Because it is fantasy, and that's that's why that's why no woman could ever live up to uh, pornographic standards because fantasy is about how I'm being treated. I, I this is my own world. I I have things go my way. People are treating me like a king. But at the end of the day, sooner or later, your fantasy meets reality and boom, that's when things start falling apart. So this idea that you're not hurting anybody, uh, I would have to say, I would have to suggest check your theology on that because it's first and foremost, you're hurting God and you're hurting people. And we're supposed to love God and love people. Yeah.
0: A- amen. And, um, you know, well, Dustin, and I have uh, I have needs, I have physical needs, and um, well, my wife isn 't able to fill those needs or maybe i 'm not married. Uh, you know, just fill in your own blank there, but uh, that's uh it's it 's our own sexual drive that uh becomes the excuse
1: yeah and the needs the needs are part of this cultural thing that we've brought into our theology. Because when you look at God's Word, God says, look, I I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. And oh, by the way, every need that you have, I'm there for that as well. Mm. It's this idea that really, when you're involved in pornography, we have this lie that maybe we're not conscious of, and that is, I'm the only one that can actually satisfy my own needs. Mm. And if I believe that at the at the core of who I am, Tom, then, oh my gosh, then I can't trust anybody. I can't trust God. I can't trust certainly another person. So I have to do it myself. I have to go outside of God's boundaries in that, and then basically take what isn't mine to get those needs net uh, meads net. Dustin Daniels, uh,
0: the Dustin Daniels radio program here on KPXQ seven places ministries Our guest today. It's not easy. This is not easy topic. Uh, for a room uh, with just a couple of people in, much less being here on the radio. But God has given you a boldness and clarity, too. I think that's something else, because it's easy uh, when we start dealing with difficult topics— it's it well it's easy to step to the side
1: and just kind of stay in the gray area. Right? Yeah, absolutely. And for whatever reason, you know, I, I didn't sign up for this. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna be a purity pastor <laughs> on the radio. So it's it's one of those things to where you're like, Are you are you sure Are you sure, Lord? Like me? I mean, this, you know, look at this face is a face for radio. But at the end of the day, I think the Lord also is using what's going on right now, Tom, the, the very fact that we have so much confusion and talk and Supreme Court decisions and local laws on this idea of sexuality and what this thing means. And for us as Christ followers to go, okay, what is my theology? What do I really believe on this? Because in the next three to five to ten years, we just can't quote genesis 223 we, we can't do that. We have to explain it and believe it mm-hmm. and and from our own experience. And I think that's part of the the issue as well is for us to tell people our story, yeah what this is this is what I used to do. didn't work out so well. I've got divorces, I've got hurt people, bankruptcy, you name it, it's a part of my story. And then open up God's word and then 10 years later look what happens. It's 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 I was once blind, mm-hmm. but now I now I can see. Now you when you
0: were telling your story, you had you were in pornography and other things uh and then you were saved and life changed. Now uh, pornography came into my life after I was saved. Mm-hmm. And there you know, there's a large percentage of pastors that are have to deal with this and are struggling with this uh, on a daily basis as well. And I don't want you, uh, the listener, to go, oh, gosh, you know, my pastor is, you know, how do I know? No, this is still uh, something that you should be praying for your pastor for all things at all times. I mean, that's literally, uh, that's uh, that pastor is... Um, is responsible for you, and the deceiver is going to come after them uh, in, no, I- no. in so many different ways. And uh, the deceiver knows you very well. You know, God knows us from our creation, but the deceiver knows exactly what makes you tick. Mm-hmm. He knows it too well. Uh, that's the reason when the Bible says um, this is a battle— they're not. They're not just blowing smoke. They're not just uh, hyperbole. This is real stuff, and this is one of the most incredible battles that a lot of men and, unfortunately, more women are having to deal with as well. Uh, isolation, yes, happens. Pastors are prime candidates for that uh, for reasons that we've already given. Um, pastor saying or whomever saying you know, well, this is a way that I can kind of keep it under control, you know, so that it doesn't come into the real world,
1: my quote-unquote sexual temptations or desires. Yeah, yeah. And it's, you know, your sin will find you out. And it's, especially if you're listening and you're a pastor, then, you know, there is a very big target on your back um, because what better way for the enemy— to scar the very image of Almighty God by bringing you down. Because it's not just you and not just your family, but it's it's your entire church. And then, you know, unfortunately, then we shame the name of, of Jesus Christ in, in that way. And there is help. There is hope. You're, you're, you don't have to be isolated. And uh, if you're struggling with that and you're a pastor, I would encourage you to check out the website at sevenplaces.org. And it is an opportunity— uh, for one, for you to realize, I
0: know you know this uh, because there 's not a guy out there that doesn 't know this. There are lots and lots of men that struggle with this, and there 's some that say oh i don 't struggle with it it 's not a problem you know i can uh, I can
1: you know put my hand in the fire and pull it out anytime i want <laughs> i I would say that the struggle is good because romans romans twelve two tells us that it 's by the renewing of our mind. That that we are, uh, and it's by the testing that we get to know God's will, and it's by the test. So when I when I say that I met Jesus Christ and my life changed forever, that doesn't mean that I'm not tempted every single day because I am. But I would say that most most people look at that temptation and they go, Oh, I'm, I'm just I'm going to pray this thing away, and it's been my experience that God won't answer that prayer because the temptation, which is actually a test. Will bring you closer to him if you submit and offer your life as a as a burnt offering.
0: We're going to continue the conversation. Can't believe how fast the hours going by here. Dustin Daniels uh, with uh, Seven Places Ministries, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the society we live in, the culture we live in, the access. I've got a device here uh, in my hand right now that's got instant and ready access to uh, every perversion that is known to man, probably. Uh, how do we protect ourselves? That's what the conversation is going to go towards next. You're listening to Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. This is Coinania. Dustin Daniels is my guest this afternoon on Coinania. Like I said, the hour's going by really, really quick. Uh, tough topic, though, uh, especially you know probably some guys. When I said uh, we were going to be talking about purity and pornography and and whatnot, they probably really wanted to turn that dial. Click.
1: Yeah, I or, get I get that a lot.
0: There's or, a lot of it's like, yeah, people.
1: Nope, people nope, I don't see have me. a problem with that. Click. <laughs> Yeah, people see me and they walk walk away from me in Home Depot. Yeah, what, it's like one of those things
0: where, hey, how are you done? Oh, never mind. Yeah. Uh, I don't wonder run it because that means I'm going to have to say how I'm doing, and then uh, you know we know how the Holy Spirit works, and yeah, uh, this is this is a battlefield, and uh, the reason I know it's a battlefield because I have some common sense, and look at the uh, the, the the ease of what. Pornography is accessed. Uh, I haven't been watching a whole lot of TV this year. And it was kind of a conscious effort. But I'm, I'm not really a TV guy anyway. I just kind of get sucked into it, and then I start doing it and watching it, and then it becomes a habit, and then it becomes a crutch. Sure, and that's just watching TV. That's. But I literally there's uh, there's uh, oh what is uh, Victoria's Secret commercials on, mm-hmm. and I'm not kidding you. I literally I my wife and I. It was like I put my hands up in front of my face. It's like you've got to be kidding me that this is on my TV on a quote-unquote family channel at 7 o'clock at night. You know, I I watch Disney Channel a lot, and that's kind of part of the reason. There's just areas that are just not safe. This smart device, as I said before the break. There's a billion hours of pornography just a couple of keystrokes away. How do we, you know, we know there's a battle because of the prevalence of this in our society, and our culture, but it's it's like all of society is driving me to the point of, well, it's no big deal.
1: Yeah, and I think once we look at God's Word and and see that He wants us to be holy, and what does that word holy mean? It means to be set apart from from what the world is doing. And that, may, that means we look a little bit weird yeah. to, to friends and, and colleagues and things like that. I remember throwing my TV out uh, about seven or eight years ago, and then um, we bought a smart TV last year. So the only thing that we can get is Netflix and, and Hulu and that kind of stuff, which I'm very, very cautious of what goes into my eyes because that's my downfall. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so but at the end of the day. It's always a heart issue, so I think putting blockers and and everything on your devices make make sure that that is a must, especially if you're at a church. Pastors, please, if if your if your staff does not have a Covenant Eyes or Safe Eyes or X Three Watch or something like that, make sure that from from a security standpoint, you're protecting your church, and then also. The this is a heart issue. Meaning, look, if my heart's not right, if I want to do something, I'm going to go do it, mm-hmm. and that's where relationships come into play as well. So the those those friendships, those mentors, um, and and staying in God's word to make sure that we don't get sucked in. Because Tom, we are uh, corporately uh, as a corporate church, we are sucked into this whole discussion of what. Um, marriage is Mm and sexuality is. Well, and let's
0: just – we'll step back into both of our histories here just a bit uh, because it it is a part of the purity issue. Uh, The gay and lesbian community, Mm -hmm. we would be being overly incredibly gracious to say 5% uh,
1: identify As gay or lesbian, right? Yeah. The last stats I heard was like 1.7%. Yeah. So, I mean,
0: 5% is just an an incredibly high number. Mm -hmm. Yet we have entire states coming under fire for passing a bill. We have companies, all of Hollywood, all of these huge companies losing their collective mind Mm -hmm. over issues that this is horrible and – uh, you know, as far as just trying to make some some basic common sense laws uh, to protect our children, just to you know try to read you know hold the line on how God created man and woman, right? right? I mean, that's really it is. That's all we're trying to do is just kind of hold the line on the identification and on the uh, the definition of that.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yet, as Christians, boy, I tell you what, anything
1: goes. Yeah, and I think it's it's important for us to understand what sexual sin is, because when we when we look at the topic of homosexuality, and everybody gets in an uproar about that because that's the culture's hot topic, right? Yeah. But the the reality is when you look at what sexual sin is, and it is looking at God's word. It is this idea that God has put one biological man and one biological woman together under the covenant of marriage before God and people. Mm-hmm. So anything outside of that, anything outside of that, including the big M word that Christians don't like to say. Yeah, yeah, um, you know, obviously fornication, sleeping with other people when you're not married, adultery, uh, emotional affairs, all of that stuff, and yes, homosexuality as well anything outside of that, because when you look at what marriage is, Tom, it is our marriages reflect the beauty and the glory of Almighty God. So what I mean is true marriage is Christ as the groom, and the bride is His church, and He's coming back to receive her, and He expects her to be holy and blameless. That's Ephesians uh, five. He's coming back to receive her. That's, that's the marital bed language. He's, he's going to come back for us and he's going to say, Hey, what you been, what you been doing? Yeah. And for us to realize, Oh my gosh, it's, it's not just the hotbed topics. It's those, it's those little things. It's the not watching my eyes and then starting to look at pornography and then getting emotionally attached to somebody at work. Friend, I can tell you when you start doing that, 20 years down the line, you're going to end up where I did, and that's in a ditch, and that's that's not fun. Yeah. So we have to understand what holiness is and what, what sin is, and in Genesis 2, we see what sin is. There are uh, many pastors,
0: many large ministry leaders that I've seen that when they come to town, nope, they cannot meet with uh, a female uh, staff member alone, as an example. Right. And some people, gosh, that seems a little uh, onerous. That's a little over. You know what? I don't think so. I don't think that there's anything wrong with holding a standard like that so that there is no possibility, no possibility of any rumor, of any uh, appearance of, or, you know what? The deceiver's just lying in wait.
1: Yeah. And, and I, I totally, totally agree the issue that i think i'm seeing more and more of is this idea too where the the wife wants to speak with the pastor because of this issue right and they and, and they can't and i had a very interesting conversation just a few weeks ago and something as simple as look pastor put a big old window on inside your door so where else where else yep. is this woman, woman going to go Right. If she can't have a one-on-one conversation with her pastor. And I saw the tears in this woman's heart. She couldn't. She w- was going through this divorce, which was because of a, adultery on his part. And she's she's the, the victim, so to speak. And she couldn't talk to her pastor. And it just really opened my eyes like, wow, a window in your door would have solved that problem. Mm-hmm. But for 90% of the time, especially if you're traveling, that, those are all no-brainers. Because if you, even just the illusion of something going on, yeah. not being above reproach is part of the problem. I, so. I mean,
0: you know, I, not to call them out specifically, but TMZ—if they see a juicy story, they'll run with it. They don't care about confirmation or whether it's true or not. That's not what they're about, right? I mean, yeah. that is just a gross example, but that's kind of how—that's kind of the uh the uh, common denominator the base common denominator
1: of our society and our culture yeah and and just like you mentioned before this is we are at spiritual war this is this is a battle and if we don't see it as a battle if we see this thing if we see pornography for example as just this this little Cute little puppy that I can pet and I can put it in a cage and then get to it when I want to. The reality is that that puppy's going to grow up and he's going to eat your lunch Mm -hmm. because sin is sin. And the whole reason sin is sin and the demonic is the demonic is because they want to destroy your marriage and your witness. It's that simple. Mm. And it's, you know, coming from a guy that went through that and coming from a guy that. Um, gets to walk alongside a lot of families in this. That's his tactic to destroy you. We've got two minutes
0: left. Dustin, give some advice. Let's say there's a man listening right now that is is, uh, uh, struggling with this. Maybe there's a wife that knows her husband's
1: struggling with this. What's your advice? Confess. The the Lord will either humble you or you can humble yourself. And, And the reality is, we don't want to tell anybody because there's so much shame in this. But when you start speaking truth and you start opening up, all of a sudden, man, you're going to feel lighter because because this shame is just starting to fall off of you. And when you when you speak your secrets out into the light, that's when the healing begins. I, I remember First John one nine. I, I would confess my sins over and over and over to God. Take this away. Please forgive me because he's, he's uh, just in forgiving me. But James 5.16 says, I, if I confess my sins to one another, ah, if I confess my sins to one another, why do I want to do that? Well, then my brothers, they can pray for you. Mm-hmm. And then also that's where the healing begins. Yeah. The it's deceiver, inside community. The deceiver loses his power. Too. Absolutely. The whole thing loses its power because you're not shut down and alone. How do people get in contact with your ministry? They can visit dustindanielsradio.com, and they can also visit sevenplaces.org. Tell me again about the uh, workshop, the video workshop that you've got coming up. The the webinar series series starts Wednesday, April the 6th, at 6 p.m. It's an ongoing weekly one-hour webinar series. So what will happen is you simply log in. You can, uh, you'll can you see the PowerPoints and the videos, and you'll see uh, my face that is only fit for radio, um, completely anonymous. 30 minutes worth of teaching, but also 30 minutes of me answering your questions, just like we're doing on the air right now. You get to type those in, and I'll respond to you. Uh, for pastor or man that's in the community here, how they get a hold of you directly. Once again, send me an email, Dustin Daniels Radio or sevenplaces.org. Dustin, thanks a lot for your time. Thank you, Tom. What Thank a you.
0: blessing. And uh, we'll probably have to have you back in because something tells me this isn't going to go away after just one program, right? <laughs> All right. Uh going to come back with a little closing prayer music. You're listening to Koinonia. This is Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ.